0: You went there to quit. But you were abducted by aliens? No. uh, I didn't quit because of my work ethic and because I don't want our country to
1: be surpassed by China. (laughs) The Chinese work, they don't walk
0: out on some job just because it demeans them. Okay, sweetie, let me break it down real simple. It demeans us to be seen with you and that get up. Welcome to Oh Hell Yes, a Girlfriends podcast. Today, we are covering Wieners and Losers, season four, episode 18. Mm-hmm. That's right. I'm Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. And we are so close to the end of season four. I believe this is the longest season. Mm. So, yeah, we're getting there. Uh, you know, Tony still has her short hair. <laughs> <laughs> she looking like what did somebody said they
1: said a poor man's knee along or something oh Halle Berry Halle Berry chair
0: I got a few others here it's all done in love it's it's from a place of love it's not dissing Jill it's just the irony of the fact that she is you know Tony Childs the fashionista the you know what do you call that Tony? girl that She's that chick for this group, and for these few episodes, I guess I don't even know how long it goes. I believe it's to the end of the season. She has a a wig that just ah, it just doesn't rock with me that that well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, let's get to this episode: "Wieners and Losers," written by Regina Hicks. Original air date four twelve. 2004 and it is my time Mm -hmm. my turn to do the cold open so we're here at skia everyone uh minus joan everyone's done eating and they uh the check comes and everyone looks away because they don't want to pay and i think they they avoid eye contact with William. so he picks it up and decides to pay it and he's like you know what it's always a pleasure to take three broke heifers out to lunch why they gotta be heifers they're always heifers to him. They're always heifers. <laughs> uh, and Tony says, you know, and pay for their dinner. So she got takeout for later and she got the meal. Girl. Girl. Oh, no, that's right. Do it big. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see Tony's hair. Is it not as bad as last week or is it worse than last week, you think? I think it's a little better, but that, that's not saying much. Right. It's flatter. It's flatter, at least. Yeah. That's <laughs> it's not bit, as bulky. So William brags about being able to flaunt his wealth. And he shows off a pen that he bought for $6,000. It's a Monte Blanqui? Some (laughs) shit. (laughs) Monte Blanqui? Yeah, it's a, listen, I don't know much about pens. I just went off of what, I think I tried to look up what he, what it looks like, what the newest edition would be. I gotta look it up. Blanc. Copernicus. For that reason. Oh, I found a 5,500 one. That pen is real. Yep. Limited edition. Nicholas Copernicus. 4810 limited edition. $5,500. But it's out of stock. And it's the same color. It looks like the same exact pen. I found the
1: $10,000 one. You did? Yes. This is a Mont Blanc Peggy Guggenheim limited edition 888 fountain pen. It's kind of ugly. I don't know
0: why it's 10000
1: I like the $30,000 oh, one I better. See it.
0: Dang. Let me look at this shit. Wow. For something that, if you brought it out, no one would give a fuck about it. No one would care.
1: You know, it's oh, like rich a bad know to other rich people. Right. <laughs> I like I like the $30,000 one. There's a $30,000? Aurora Fountain Pen. Leonardo da Vinci. Limited edition. Child, somebody's down payment on a house. Oof,
0: thirty racks. I see it thirty six thousand. Jesus, Did you see that one? Why would you care to do that with your? Well, you don't have anything else into it the pen. Looks like, really pretty,
1: but um, limited edition. Oh, they got different colors. I don't like the black one. The gold one is giving rich, bitch.
0: I love. I love how you're looking into it like we finna purchase in a little bit. We're just, we're just getting on. Right. Uh, we're just looking to see what they got right now. Yeah, we're just trying to see what's out there. You know what I'm saying?
1: Okay. So there is a audience for these things.
0: There's an audience. But the girls are thinking, yeah, that shit's ridiculous. The same way we think. And Maya's like, oh, I want to see it up close. But he won't hand it to her. A $10 manicure and the remnants of a tuna wrap are not going to besmirch this blatant symbol of my status. (laughs) You know what $6,000 could buy. Look, I work hard. I deserve nice things. I deserve to live in a manner the likes of which you'll never achieve. And I excuse deserve to flaunt me? the benefits of that wealth. That's, that's low, William. That she will never achieve. Wow. He tried it. This is y'all's friend. The great male friend. William, William Jerome Chow. Dent. So uh, he's like, if you excuse me, I have the right to go and drive my $100,000 BMW. And it's funny if you notice when he gets up his whole outfit is fucked up it's all askew and ugly and wrinkled mm-hmm. it's almost to show like he has all this money and he flaunts it but doesn't know how to keep up his own appearance like nigga, you don't got a steamer right bitch. or or an iron a basic bitch iron you know buy one of those in 18 karat gold too <laughs> uh, so he leaves and we find out that Tony done snatched his pen and the first thing I thought what was the first thing you thought when she did that I was like, Tony, where did you learn that skill from? Well, first thing I thought was, go ahead and pawn that shit.
1: (laughs) Oh, that too. That was like third. Like, damn, how did you get so good at it? She took that shit in front of him.
0: Well, yeah, I don't know. I just assume she's, you know, she likes rich things and she's still to get it. I don't know. That didn't surprise me at all from her. I was just like, I would be like, yo, let's go straight to the pawn shop. We'll split it three ways. We good? Three ways, 6K, 246. Okay. That's a lot of money, especially to Lynn. Yeah. Maya, too.
1: Yeah. Well, and Tony, now that um, she got a broke husband,
0: and she in-depth, all three of them can use that. I was thinking, because he doesn't know where he lost it. He doesn't know who has it. Like, for all he knows, he lost it on the way leaving Skia. Mm-hmm. But I know that if you have a Rolex that's registered, so if you pawn it, like... People will see that's registered to so and so So I don't know if they do that with the pens. Mm. That could be the only problem. Possibly, but, but you
1: could always sell it in the black market too. Like that's when yeah. you want to do it. The um, mm-hmm. Are you on,
0: on Craigslist or something. Mm-hmm. Somebody, yeah. somebody gonna buy that? One of them people who want to look rich so bad. Mm. Yeah, you might be able to. Well, I was gonna say you probably won't get the whole six thousand. Nah, maybe four. Years. Yeah, something like that.
1: I mean, shit, that's still somebody's rent. Ain't they rent $1,500? Lynn and Maya's? No?
0: Did they? Have I don't know say how the much price? they rent is, but but maybe so. Considering the time and where they are, I wouldn't be surprised if that's how much it is. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Tony also steals uh, Maya's purse or wallet, which is like, huh, very nice. Sleight of hand mu- uh, magician. Interesting. And it ain't got nothing in it. <laughs> well, we don't know that. I mean, I'm sure there's that's something in said. it oh okay okay (laughs) (laughs) so then we get our our theme and then we get to joan's house and joan she's already quit her job this is after she quit the firm and she has cooked the girls a huge feast because she doesn't have much else to do with her time she could sit at home and cook all day and let like stuff thaw out and simmer and all that you know Mm -hmm. you gotta watch that shit so um the girls seem annoyed by it which is like why I wish I had a friend that could have me a nice hot meal. Shit, when I come over every day, every day, and she's also been knitting. So Lynn got some clothes, some free clothes. We know she poor, so mm-hmm. like this is all a win for everybody. So since they're complaining, she decides that you know maybe she'll think about doing something different with her time. You know, it's just that she can't she can't stay still, so she has to do something. Mm-hmm. And so she sits on the couch and she talks about. Getting some me time, and how great it'll be.
1: Girl, I've been working since I was a Girl Scout hustling cookies in front of the Kmart. (laughs) Oh yeah, this downtime is a blessing. Yep, yep, nothing like spending a little minute with oneself.
0: And then we do a visual flip, and what do we see?
1: Miss Joan at Wienerbacher.
0: (laughs) Wienerbacher? (laughs) Or Wieners are I think you're trying to say wiener schnitzel. Um, yeah. That. But uh, wieners are us, girl. These are funnier than the actual name. It's Wiener Sickle, but um, I remember this scene. I remember her working here, but I thought there was a better reason. I don't know what a good reason could be, but I thought there was a better reason. It really made me sad.
1: Yeah. And it's kind of pointless, too. It's like... You're going to quit your job to go for a significantly lower paying job. If you're going to work, then you might as well stay where the fuck you at and make your bread.
0: Well, your- I mean she didn't quit her job to work at Wiener Schnitzel. She quit her job to find something better and Wiener Schnitzel, Wiener Schnitzel. Wiener Sickle fell into her lap cuz she was at the mall. But there's so I don't how do we talk about this without disparaging fast food workers cuz I don't want to do that.
1: No, um I think that what we're saying is there's levels to the shit, right? Like, why would you
0: fuck, (laughs) (laughs) right? There's nothing wrong with fast food in general, but you used to be a lawyer making six figures. You're qualified for that. You have all the things in place to have a better job. And you're taking an opportunity from a person that actually needs this job. That isn't able to work um, long days and long hours, and just need a few hours because they have other obligations. So you're taking that opportunity from someone else that needs this winter cycle job, just because mm-hmm. you're you don't want to face being unemployed, sitting at the house, and that's not cool. And it's also something, and some one of the characters mentioned it later
1: in another scene that it's associated with teenagers. Like even though we know now, most people who do it are adults but it's something that's like girl you grown and you a lawyer
0: Mm-hmm. yeah you're all you're taking this after school job from a teenager that could be <laughs> getting money for prom getting money for their dress or their tux or making some money before they go to college when you got money in the bank you said you got a year's worth of um fucking pay set up so why are so you doing this
1: just because you can't sit
0: still go to the gym go to paint and sip bitch right
1: make some pottery or some shit why Mm. even take the fucking job joan you
0: better off staying
1: home and cooking
0: yeah but she she just didn't want to do that and so she's at this job and you know she's using her um overachieving mind to um upsell the customers that are coming through
1: Welcome to Wiener Sickle. Would you like to try our Southwest style Wiener Sickle?
0: Uh, just two lemonades, thank you.
1: Would you like the large, the jumbo, or the Wiener Splash?
0: Uh, large.
1: You know, for just 10 cents more, you can upgrade.
0: Fine, jumbo.
1: Would you like to combo that?
0: Will you leave me alone?
1: Not until I point out our complimentary condiment bar ketchup to the left, mustard to the right, Wiener Sickle hot dogs taste just right.
0: They are not happy about it. They just want to get their food. She's way too animated. Um, that's the type of shit, like, what made me not want to eat somewhere. When you're, like, doing too much at the counter, like, you're a robot, and you're trying to upsell me everything I buy. And it's so high labor, too. Like, I feel like working these fast
1: food jobs, like, it's very laborious. Like, you finna be tired. Tired?
0: Backbreaking work at times. Yeah. For such little pay.
1: Uh-huh. Girl, if you don't stay home and, and, and cook. And
0: catch up on your shows and shit, girl. Yeah,
1: and and, and reflect and think about what the fuck you
0: trying to do. <laughs> Read some books. Dang, there's so many other things, y'all. Oh, my God. But uh, she's at the register and dealing with a customer. And at that same time, Jabari and Maya are walking up to get some food, which is like wow, the stars aligned on that. Of all mm. the places. So they walk up to the counter and she greets them and her and Joan catch each other's eye and she's like, Joan? And Jabari is like, Auntie Joan, why you working here? You're a grown woman. <laughs> Which is like, you know, it's nothing wrong with being a grown person working fast food. <laughs> <laughs> Not nah, everything, but that line was still funny as hell. Um, how does a kid his age have that much awareness to to say something like that like why are you because when you're a kid everybody's grown to you anybody that's even in their teens when you're that little how do you know that that only teens work here and you're not one of them well
1: i think that jabari isn't that young he's not like a baby isn't he like at
0: this point 10 maybe like 10 but right Anybody over fifteen to you is like I mean when I was ten, if you were thirteen, I was like, How old? Well I feel like I feel like because Joan (laughs) is associated
1: with his mom, that that makes her seem maybe even older. Like he called her auntie Joan, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. he probably thinks she like, wait, auntie?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yo, girl, aunties don't work here. Aunt teenagers, teenagers work working. There? not aunties. Aunties work at big people places. Yeah. Big why? buildings with elevators.
1: Yeah, this is for people that are in junior high or elementary school or... No, junior high or, or <laughs> junior high, high school. Junior high or high
0: school, yeah. Yeah,
1: this ain't for aunties. Don't you got a real job? That's what he's thinking.
0: Probably so, because he has been to the... Um the law firm. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's been there a few times. And
1: that's where he sees all the people that are Jones age. Some of them are Maya's age. And then yeah. he, the kids know. The kids are all right. They know. They
0: pick up on shit. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm just lost, but what, what's a wiener sickle? From what I got, it's some shit where you dip the hot dog into some type of topping or something. Or the wiener. And that's what a hot dog on a stick is? Is it lit- So it's literally a hot dog on a stick. They mean a corn dog? I think so. Yeah. So instead of a corn dog it's a wiener sickle.
1: Right. Instead of a hamburger it's the whopper. It's the same thing.
0: <laughs> right. Did you do you know the episode of um uh Fresh Prince where Ashley works at a place like this? I think it's Ashley.
1: Yeah, her uniform was kind of cute.
0: I don't like Jones uniform. It looked better than Jones. It looked yeah, the uniform was better than Jones, but I used to always get these two episodes mixed up. Like there's a few beats that I I thought happened here, but they happened in Fresh Prince. So <laughs> it's I don't know why they kept picking hot dog on a stick as a as a foundation for fast food. I guess they didn't want to get sued if it was too close to being McDonald's or. Yeah, I think they don't want the smoke with um with the clown or
1: with the burger, the burger king or the king. <laughs> yeah, so, the
0: king. They, yeah. they pick hot dogs. Right, right. Yeah. So that's when Joan comes home next with her full uniform on, which is like, um, you drove in traffic with that outfit on so people can see where you work with the name tag on and the damn hat. Girl, you Yo, could have just changed. Bring a change of clothes, bro. Like that. What if you see like a hot dude and. <laughs>
1: right. Listen, what if you see some of your what if you see Swindleson?
0: Swindleson? sweet that's a good one actually i didn't think of that i was like what if you see brock
1: oh you never want to seem like you're doing worse once you're done with a nigga um what if you see ellis what if you see ellis (laughs) the lobster what if you see oh god what if you see that nigga that fuck 300 bitches like uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh
0: yeah i would definitely uh she's brave for driving in traffic with that and shout out to the people that work at hot dog on a stick i don't know how to say this without signing <laughs> gang gang because the hot dogs be lit yeah shout out to hot dogs but she comes home the girls are already there waiting on her because uh maya told them but they didn't believe it they did not believe it so she had to prove to them about what she saw that day so the girls are really on her ass about this shit
1: look Obviously, we build on you too soon. But we're here for you now mm-hmm. to help you make sense of this horrible accident you call your life. <laughs> talk to us, Joan. Mm-hmm. We won't judge. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell. Who am I kidding? We've already judged. Just talk to us.
0: <laughs> they say you're way better than that. She has letters behind her name. You're Joan Carol Clayton Esquire. What are you mm-hmm. doing? Mm-hmm. And you know what? Fast food is... You know, I've worked in fast food before. And customers talk down to you, it's really not to be talked to the way some of those customers talk to you and your bosses. It's It's abuse. It really is. And a lot of those people, OSHA needs to be called on a lot of those places. It's Mm -hmm. not somewhere that you want to work. Mm -hmm. But if you have to, you have to. Mm -hmm. I want to reiterate that. Um, So the girls are just looking for an explanation as to what's going on. Joan's talking about
1: she trying to find herself and then... We're like, okay, why are you working there? And then she's like, I didn't quit to do fast food, but I just don't know what to do now that I've quit my job. But I know I don't want to be a lawyer anymore. I know that I don't want to go
0: back. And she went to the mall because she didn't know what else to do with her time. Yeah. and She saw the sign. And she saw the, the hiring sign. And, of course, they saw yeah. her resume,
1: which sometimes when you're overqualified, they don't hire you. But I guess they right. saw her resume and was like, oh, sure. Like, why would someone who's a fast I don't get food why they would do that.
0: She's like, oh, with my resume, they snatched me up. And I'm like, but that doesn't make any sense. They would see that you used to be a lawyer. What matches with what they're doing? Except they're like, oh, she went to college. Okay, let's bring her in. hmm and she be walking around with her resume on the spot or what oh good catch because she have... wasn't even in the mall for that she was in the mall to buy clothes right for a job she ain't have and then she saw the help wanted sign Exactly. unless she emailed it over that you know when she got home and didn't go immediately that's possible know. good call so um i think tony's the one that asked so how much uh, how much are they paying you and she's like, well, they're starting me at minimum wage, but they said I'm the perfect candidate for management trainee. Girl, you would have to be in the fucking corporate office to even think about making what you used to make. <laughs> and even then, it's still not going to be close to that. Right. Like, Mm-mm. fuck a management trainee. That ain't, what kind of that ain't crazy money. That's maybe $5 more, girl. Probably. So Maya's like, OK, whatever. You need to go back for your job back. But Joan's like I don't want to be a lawyer, but fine, I'll go to Winter Winter Sickle and quit tomorrow. And Tony's like, go down there. <laughs> it's Winter Sickle in a food court at the mall. Just don't show up. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: shit! I remember when I worked my my little um. It wasn't fast food because I said I could never do that, but it was it was retail.
0: Oh shit! That's that's the second, uh, and evil that's the of second the- worst
1: one. <laughs> they Ooh. they up there competing. For yeah, the number, number one spot, right? Biggie
0: and Tupac on that, on that. Ass. <laughs> Christina and Britney,
1: <laughs> right?
0: Nicki so, and Cardi,
1: Nicki and Cardi. Oh my God, they up here competing. So, so I was like, I just didn't show up. Like that's how I quit.
0: I mean, if you don't need nothing from that job, then fine. I know that's right. See ya. Gang gang. Dizzies. It's not like, oh, if you don't if you just don't show up, you're not gonna get your next job. Like this job doesn't even need to be on your resume. Exactly. Um, but Joan don't want to do that because she got integrity. So she's gonna show up. And she can't just send an email if she really wants to have integrity. She don't gotta actually. Well she has do to turn footwork. in the uniform too, cause Well, she don't even gotta bring the uniform back. Why she gotta bring them on the uniform? She's like, Oh, they'll take it on my check. Oh who the fuck cares?
1: Oh my god, they're gonna take it out the seven. <laughs> You're gonna take twenty bucks out your check? <laughs> out of a check of a hundred dollars, girl, if you don't
0: <laughs> eat that shit up. So we get to the B story and it's William trying to track down this pen. Um, do you wanna go through the William stuff? So we just don't have to deal with it anymore. Yeah, so William shows up at
1: um at the restaurant they were eating at their go to spot. What's it called? Skia. Skia. So he shows up at Skia. He's looking through the tables. He's telling people to get up. <laughs> <and> <laughs> yeah, it, he has
0: showing. a picture of it. He's showing. He has a picture
1: of it. He's looking in the a bathroom, rusher. shout out everywhere for this pen. Can't find it. The rest of the girls are He searches there. this
0: dude in his pockets.
1: Yeah, he's patting people down. It's crazy. He's people. The girls are like, what's going on? Like, maybe we should give him back his pen. And then Maya is like, eh. I can't
0: because work is too good. Yeah, she wants to try it. She wants to take it so she can see him cry a little more. Right. So Tony's like, all right, cool. It's yours now.
1: And then they're at the bar, right?
0: Yeah. So Maya still has the pen. And apparently it got, it got her some time off. William had the carpet in the office pulled up to look for the pen, which how would have gotten down there? Mm. So he got them to pull it up and they had to replace it. So she got the rest of the day off. So um, William said to go look in his Beamer. So I drove it to Disneyland. You know, see if the pen made it down there. It had. <laughs> then I drove to SeaWorld, see if it was there. It wasn't. Then I drove to Tijuana, girl. It could have been there, but I got distracted. Oh, Lord, what do you know? Chiclet? Uh- <laughs> So, Lynn's like, what the fuck? What makes a pen Mm $6,000? So, Maya's like, I don't know. Take a look at it. And she gives the pen to Lynn. And then we get a visual flip. And all of a sudden...
1: They don't know where that pen at, shall They're looking for it.
0: They actually have really lost it now. Like, for real this time. Blue bar is cleared out. There's nobody there. And they don't know where the pen went. They were tracing their steps, but they didn't go nowhere. They were just sitting in the same spots. So... What would you think <laughs> where the pen is at that point if you didn't go nowhere?
1: um, You got to just search in the back of the bar. You got to search around the chairs, maybe the crevices
0: or something. Or maybe somebody took that shit. Who knows? I would think one of the patrons that were there beforehand, they picked it up off the ground and walked with it. Yeah. You know? It's a nice but pen. But also, like, who cares at this point? It's not your pen. You lost it. William can't find it
1: anyway you anyway, no don't know, no, know y'all lost it, it.
0: right so. so why even look for it <laughs> yeah except maya maya used it to get off work so i guess she was getting the most fun out of it yeah but
1: and anybody who got a sick who can afford a six thousand dollar pen i don't really feel bad if they losing it anyway the fuck you spend right. six thousand dollars on a pen for
0: you can buy another six thousand dollar
1: pen right so shit buy a thirty thousand dollar one since you so fucking rich <laughs>
0: and you don't know what to do with your money right so the episode ends at blue bar with William and Joan having drinks um William looks upset because he was stunting with a pen and realized that's what got him in trouble with losing it and he says he's never gonna do that again he's never gonna flaunt his items like that and the waiter comes over to ask if they want another round they say no and and then he's like okay thanks and Mm. then he pulls out the
1: pen and then Joan is like, "Nice pen," but William
0: has his head down, so he doesn't mm-hmm. see the pen. And he just I'm hears like, it, and he mm-hmm. goes, and you just see like his face, like the wheels are turning, like, "Hmm," and then the episode ends. Mm-hmm. So that's the end of the William story. So we'll go back up to the the Joan story. Mm. And then it's like, William, why don't you just look at the
1: pen if she says nice pen when you know you've been on the hunt? Like, if someone would have said, "Oh." nice bracelet and someone lost their bracelet wouldn't your Uh, first reaction be like "Mm."
0: i don't know if it would be that Mm. that uh obvious for for you especially when you've looked everywhere and you've gone to different places and you lost it in skia so you would never think it's at blue bar anyway true Mm. true so my thing is let's say he
1: did look up right How would he have connected it being at Blue Bar now from Skia?
0: Oh, I don't think he would care, but um, he would just be like, I'm glad I found it. But Mm. you know what? Also, another thing that could have happened is he looked up, saw the pen, and think that, oh, you like pens. Like, the waiter, like, that's not my pen. The waiter just like, we have the same taste in pens.
1: I don't know. How can a waiter afford a A $6,000 pen?
0: I don't know. The cops going to have to be called. How do you prove it's yours though? I mean, I guess you can show your I bank statements, but you don't got smartphones.
1: I don't know if they have the same thing like what you mentioned earlier as far oh, as with the like, registration. The registration numbers being engraved to the pen. I don't know if that's a thing. Can the bougie girl, rich girl Twitter tap in? Do they have
0: registration numbers on these pens? On pens? (laughs) I mean, I guess it's like any expensive thing when you have a serial number. Like, there's something on a receipt, I'm sure. Yeah, there's some kind of official thing, like paperwork that comes with it that you can prove and track back to that pen if you just present the paperwork to the cops or whoever, Mm -hmm. or insurance company or whatever. Mhm,
1: so that's what I was thinking, more like that in that vein, mm.
0: yeah, well, William said that he's gonna stick to regular plain old big pens from now on, top I of the line, big pens you don't gotta go back to the big you can get a your, pack of 10 at, at your Walgreens.
1: you can do the cute the cute ten dollar pens you don't gotta go back to the big ten you can do mid tier yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess yeah, he could do mid tier.
1: You you could. Know, some yeah. shit that if you lose it you're not gonna be going
0: up and down trying to find it because digging in the trash and yeah. uh scaring people at the lunch spot like he said he looked in the belly of a rat too which i don't even know how do you you got to rip the rat apart to see Yikes. if the rat ate your pen Whew. i don't think you want it but mm-hmm. also that's a terrible visual so we're back at Sickle. And we see this white girl talking shit to this black girl. I don't know what's going on at the start of this scene. You remember this?
1: Yeah. So the white girl works there. She's the manager. The black girl works there. I guess she's just like standard employee. And then the mm. white girl starts tripping.
0: If you can't dip the wieners the wiener sickle way, then maybe you
1: don't deserve to wear the wiener sickle hat. You need a life. I quit. I- i don't need a life i have Sickle. yeah jennifer i have a job i'm a manager i'm going somewhere i'll have my own franchise at 19 while well, you're a what another unemployed teenage statistic and the black girl's like girl you're taking your job way too seriously and then the white girl is like see this is what's wrong with america or some shit that's why china finna yeah. overthrow us um people don't want to work and then the black girl's like bitch i quit see ya and then she throws her hat somewhere and dips and then that's when joan walks in
0: yeah i don't i didn't like that that was what you're trying to say like right bitch like who don't who don't want to work who you talking about my ancestors worked
1: enough what people you told and, me, yeah what and they wasn't getting yourself. paid so what's really good
0: yeah bitch explain yourself becky <laughs> So um while she's leaving the white girl talk about that's why I'm gonna have my own franchise at nineteen while you're still unemployed and being a statistic. Yeah. That statistic line. I was like, Yeah, what statistic are we talking about? You wanna elaborate? She's trying to throw shade or some shit. Right, Loki racist shade. Like we ain't gonna detect it and so some shit. So Joan pops up, uh, cause she wants to turn in her outfit and quit. And um The white girl starts kind of provoking some guilt on her and Joan kind of takes it. And she's like, wait, are you quitting? She's like, oh, no, I'm not quitting. It's just I got a mortgage to pay. Yeah, Joan, why are you working there then? That's another reason. You got a whole house. What the fuck? Mm. She's like, oh, I I, I can make so much more at Cinnabon. So I'm going to I'm going to leave. And Missy's not trying to let her leave at first and tells her she has no work ethic and no pride in her job. Um, So she goes, you know what? She's like, you know what? Just leave. Just leave. And I'm thinking, okay, Joan, this is your chance. This is your out. You have no obligation to this girl. Just turn and go. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't work out that way. Because she sees a long line of people and this girl's all by herself. Which, I've seen it before. I still leave. I don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. If I'm off, I'm off. If I gotta go to lunch and you by yourself, I gotta eat. Like, what the fuck? Mm Mm-hmm. But Joan feels bad, so she jumps in while she's in her street clothes, and she takes the line. (sighs) This is a lawyer? Ain't lawyers supposed to be more cutthroat than this? Yeah, more manipulative with their words. Yeah. How you let a little little 17-year-old girl outword you to where you working again? Mm. So back at Skia, Joan shows up to Skia with her work clothes on. Like, really, Joan? You don't give a fuck who sees you. And this is your local you eat lunch here every day every day probably so does so does your colleagues your colleagues your some of your clients probably and all your former boyfriends know this is where y'all used to hang out like you're really playing games yikes joan tells the girl she couldn't quit because of her work ethic and she didn't want uh the u.s to be surpassed by china which is Mm. what the white girl told her missy that's um, nah, capitalism for you. Feeding you a bunch of bullshit. Isn't like China all about honor as well? Mm-hmm. Or is that Japan? Is it not both of them? I thought it was Korea. It might be both of them, but can we throw that in there, Joan? Do you have honor? Mm. I thought honor was very important to, important to their culture, but whatever. Tony pretty much says that it embarrasses her and her homegirls when they see Joan dressed like this. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, you come around us dressed like this while we dressed up. Like, I don't know what's going on here. Because um, yeah, she had to change her clothes thing. at the place. She could have changed. She brought, Remember, she walked in with that like mm-hmm, leather jacket and white shirt. She mm-hmm. could have changed back into there to go meet the girls. Oh, a mess. And Lynn, Lynn speaks from a place of truth and experience. And she says, you know, Joan, the only reason that you're clinging to that job is because you're afraid of facing what comes next. I was like, okay, pot meat kettle. Okay, pot calling the kettle black. She's speaking facts, though. I mean, she knows from experience, child. Mm hmm. And that's when Joan leaves. So, back at Wiener Sickle, Joan's really serious about this shit. She's very militaristic in the way she's presenting the food. Mm hmm. Like, a dead ass would be like, you know what? Cancel my order. I don't want to eat here. It's really giving me cult. It's really presenting as a cult.
1: Mm hmm.
0: He be jeebies. Mm hmm. Yeah um so at the end of the night they're cleaning up the tables and everything missy's going way too hard about cleaning for no reason and jones just kind of chilling she's gotten back to acting normal again so that's good and missy's still in character missy's still going hard with the cleaning of the tables and all that shit and jones like you know what sit down take a little break come over and sit down so eventually she comes over and sits down Mm. and she's like you know you're striving for a level of perfection that no one can attain and missy says because most people are incompetent idiots and Joan's like, well, it's just a job. It's not your life. And I'm speaking from experience because um, I used to be a lawyer. And she's like, wait, you were a lawyer in this country? What country was she supposed to be a lawyer in, bitch? No, I think what she means. I think what she means is if you were a lawyer, why are you working here? Maybe you were a lawyer in another country. That's why you're working here. Because if you were a lawyer in America, you should not be working here. Mm, OK, you know, you got to check these white bitches. They like to sneak this. <laughs> I can see you being like, "What do you mean by that?" She's like, "I didn't mean anything by that. I was just saying you're too good to work here." Oh, what do you mean? I'm too good to work here? Hmm. You think I can't get a job that you got? Oh, you think that (laughs) I can't amount to what you amounted to? Is that what you're saying, bitch? I went to law school. (laughs) So yeah, Missy's like, "Why you work here then?" And she's like, "Cause I'm 32 and I never stopped to smell the roses." And she's like, "Oh shit, I just figured you were mentally challenged or something." I'm like, "Shit,
1: whoa." (laughs) <laughs> how the fuck does she get that I mean I know Joan is kind
0: of mm. cause she's older and she's working at the sickle that's why and it's just like yeah. do y'all know who's watching your show do you care that someone might be working at wintersicle
1: yeah or whatever that is in their town like yeah. older people work at fast food places all the time I mean yeah. I know when I was working my um my retail I was definitely one of the youngest people there like definitely Mm
0: -hmm. yeah I used to work one of my first jobs ever actually my first job ever was working at AMC theater and we had a a post-retirement guy who was working there just because he wanted to do something he didn't want to sit at home and do nothing so he pulled he uh, ripped tickets at the front you know when you give your ticket Mm -hmm. and that's what he did Mr. Charlie shout out Mr. Charlie I think it might be a rest in peace situation but yeah you know uh, what Mr. Charlie (laughs)
1: R.I.P., Mr. Charlie. You will forever be missed. Let's he have a moment of silence. A, for he Mr. always Charlie. has such
0: positivity, you know, dealing with us teenagers. He always is positive, you know? Uh, it happens. Oh my God. <laughs> Shout out to him, R.I.P. He lived a full life. My bad. Mr. Charlie. Mr. Shout Charlie. Shout out to you. Mm. Um, but. Missy's like you're a grown woman dipping hot dogs and Joan's like well you needed me I saw you were crying and she's like oh yeah I'm 17 I cry every 5 seconds and I'm like ah nah I call bullshit on that no 17 year old is that aware right no
1: 17 year old is that aware please and then they don't even cry every 5 seconds they don't be crying like that
0: I don't think a 17 year old would say that about themselves that's something we say about 17 year olds they don't say that about themselves but um, she also said she's going to quit uh, Winner's sickle tomorrow because she wants to work at Abercrombie for the 30% discount. What happened to um, niggas not wanting to work because of China, bitch? <laughs> right? <laughs> so uh, the next scene uh, starts off kind of strange. It's a woman presenting at like a group therapy session. And she says, hi, I'm so-and-so and I'm a woman in transition. That shit looked like a, um, a what you would call it for alcoholics, but. It did. I didn't know what the, the topic was, but she said she's a woman in transition. I was like, like, you trans? Right. That's what I thought first. I'm like, maybe that's not the word to use. <laughs> in my 2022 mind, I was like, what do you mean by transition? But she says she moved to L.A. from D.C., Mm -hmm. and she's still figuring out the whole west coast thing she can't deal with the traffic and uh, that's her transition so the next we actually get a trans woman (laughs) i was like oh so she's like oh i'm a woman in transition literally Mm -hmm. and uh, we get our typical early 2000s laughs when she starts to talk and um, she's already had her boobs done now she's waiting on the donations to come for the to get the bottom surgery Mm. she's taking donations for that and then we get beverly aka machete who's also a woman in transition what's her story is that the one from a different world uh yes it is charnelle brown from a different world i think that's her best known thing welcome to girlfriends who looks exactly the same (laughs) oh my god yeah as soon as she i don't even watch a different world like that but as soon as i saw her i'm like a different world Yes. It was really easy. But she's in transition because she just got out of the pen for killing her husband. And I'm like, okay, girl, you must got a good lawyer because how you out? Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But she wants everybody to know about her charges in case somebody feeling froggy. So in case somebody want to leap, you
1: know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But next is Joan. And she's like, I am a woman in transition. I'm on a quest to find a career that makes me happy and fulfilled. See, it's weird because all these transitions are so different. Yeah. It it could mean so many things. mm
1: -hmm. They have the literal transitioning. They have the transitioning careers, transitioning lifestyles, transitioning locations.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You could be like, I'm transitioning niggas. Like, I got, I'm got going from one nigga to the other. <laughs> you could be transitioning from anything. Uh, shit. Facts. So, um, Joan says, uh, you know, I, I was an attorney and Michelle calls bullshit. Why she called bullshit? She says, it's bullshit because I saw her ass at Wiener Nickel.
1: <laughs> Out here dip, dip, dipping hot dogs So she a motherfucking liar She a lie
0: Yeah she's like We ain't supposed to lie up in this therapy session This is all truth We can mm-hmm. only speak truth mm-hmm. And the truth is You a grown ass winner dipper She's like Now you need to explore Why you're an underachiever See Look See Joan Not everybody labeling you An underachiever Because they saw you With the fucking winner winter, winter circle mm-hmm. This is what your life has become Because you decided To be seen with the outfit on All over the place And all that Mm-hmm. So, Joan's trying to tell her, no, I'm a lawyer, and the girl ain't trying to hear it. Machete uh, is not trying to hear it. So, Joan's like, well, the truth is, I'm mentally challenged. And she uses that to justify her job in fast food. So, yeah. Wow. And um, we end with the William scene at the bar, William and Jones scene at the bar finding the pen. And that is the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. and next we're gonna move on to the oh hell yes moment of the episode so etsy what is your oh hell yes moment my oh hell yes moment is um tony stealing the pen
1: and maya keeping the pen she 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 for her own gain since william was talking all that shit about how ain't nobody finna ever get on his level and i i i i, I oh, what the shit. fuck you then, he did bitch. say that
0: so yeah let, yeah that line justifies all that. And that's kind of mine too. Maya using the loss of the pen to get days off work and to go to theme parks and to drive William's $100,000 car. Period. That's, I mean, if you can get it, get it for real. Mm-hmm. So head on over to our social media at Hell Girl. I'm always retweeting the best in uh, girlfriends talk, people pointing out stuff, people having ideas for reboots, which is an interesting thing I've been seeing. Um, but, yeah, keep your ideas coming and your conversations coming through. We'll retweet them and create a really good conversation around the show. And also, head over to Apple Podcasts and Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. And um, if you can, rate and review us. Um, loving the reviews. And um, if you review us, we'll read it on the air. And officially w one of our girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> Next episode is called He Loves Her He Loves Her Not mm. I think this episode we get Jill back Jilly from Philly <laughs> yeah. Oh you know she was mentioned in the uh, Beyonce song she's one of the girls Oh she's one of the queens I, don't even, I just thought she was naming a female artist I didn't know what she was doing I didn't know <laughs> it was, I, he had to be a queen
1: I don't know that's what it <laughs> I, I didn't know, know what try. it was it
0: yeah i didn't know whatever yeah so she's mentioned so that's cool um but anyway yeah join us next week for that episode and other than that um until then i am nettie smith and i am at zero and we'll see you next week